Welcome to Two Drunks Don't Make a Right. We hope you enjoy the show. We are rolling. Guys, I have some trivia for you, if you guys got a second. Uh, no, I'm busy. Sorry. <laughs> I got some trivia for you. We got some trivia night coming up, right? And I think we need to practice, because I haven't played a trivia night in a while, and I feel like I really need to get back into it and get my skills going. So you guys ready? Always. Born to trivia. You good, Dave? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, hell Sorry. yeah. I forgot I wasn't there. <laughs> I, in, my, in my head, I like to imagine that you get, you gave a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's basically what happened. Because we can't see you. You're you're somewhere else. You're, <laughs> you're on the phone right now. We can't see a thumbs up. All right, so I have trivia questions. I got I got like two or three trivia questions for you, and they all have to do with squirrels. All right, those furry little critters that climb up in trees. Travis Kelsey's favorite animal. Is that real? Swifties will get it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Boy, know if I like head. the fact that we know this much about a person just because he dates Taylor Swift. <laughs> Is that real? Yeah, they've dug up his old tweets, and one of them was him commenting on watching squirrels around yeah. Cincinnati. Well, I have to tell you, I am a little, in more ways than one, I'm a little bit like similar to Travis Kelsey because I like squirrels. And I actually I have a lot of squirrel trivias. All right, first question. How many nuts do you guys think a squirrel buries each year for the winter? Hmm. Like total amount of nuts that they bury. So they're trying to get through maybe 90 days or so. Yeah. Or maybe even more than that, 120 days. It's it's impressive, right? Because I was looking at a squirrel the other day. Just bear, We have a tree in our neighbor's yard that just all the acorns in the world fall off this tree. We got one of those. And my God, these squirrels were doing work for like weeks straight. They were burying nuts. So I, I, that's why I was wondering, like how many nuts? And it was amazing. How many nuts? 750. All right. I was going to say 350. You guys, so it's in the hundreds, you guys think? <laughs> well, based on your answer, I'm thinking not. <laughs> so I'm going to say 20,000. <laughs> yeah, 750 was my instinct. Okay. In reality, squirrels can bury up to 10,000 nuts Damn. for the winter. It's insane. How many, like, that's, that's 25. I, they can get up to 25 nuts an hour. It's insane how many nuts these these. I've never buried a single nut. I know. <laughs> not even once. No. Not not trying. They can bury twenty five nuts an hour. They they do it like crazy. I was trying to figure out how they find their nuts because that's what. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's if what, there's that, if they're all burying that many, then they're just everywhere. They are. They do seem to be everywhere. So that was another huge question I had too: was how do squirrels find their nuts? What squirrels do is they can memorize where they hide their nuts, right? They memorize the general area, but then they use smell to find it. So it's a combination of memory and smell. And that's not the funniest part about this. Say, can I be honest? That's exactly how I would guess <laughs> that they find their nuts is remember and then smell. The funniest part about this is, is that there are a lot of studies done on how squirrels find their nuts. And... There's a lot of arguments on how they do it. And this answer was only answered like five years ago. <laughs> so Again, that seems like the obvious answer. Yeah, like they have like a general idea. It's in the ground somewhere. They, uh, isn't that how all animals do everything? Yeah. Uh, apparently. <laughs> Bad job, science. Bad job. Apparently they can bury like one to two nuts. They call them caches. Where they bury their nuts is called a cache. Didn't know that either. Squirrels will go around. They'll smell a nut. They'll dig for it. Sometimes they'll find other squirrels' nuts, and they'll take them for their own. They'll bury them somewhere else. 
it's a doggy dog, a squirrel eat squirrel world out there, and it's insane. So yeah, that's those are that's my. I didn't have any more trivia questions for you guys. That was just the one. Oh, I thought you said there were a couple. There were, but then I just spurted out all my <laughs> my squirrel trivia facts. Did you know that because squirrels bury so many nuts, they op- they typically forget where most of them or some of them are, hmm. um, and that's why we have all the trees. Fun fact. <laughs> I didn't know that they forgot. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they forget. I think that's a fact that I've heard. So they just forget, and then that's... Not all of them. Okay. Just like they forget where they put some of them, so then you get new acorn... Or... And you're going to bury more than you need. Yeah. Okay. All right, so we have squirrels to thank for all the green stuff out there. Yeah. I'm saying squirrels are awesome. And I think uh, I think me and Travis Kelsey got a lot. I think we got a lot. We can start our own like squirrel appreciation thing. Did your appreciation start when you slept next to squirrels when they were in the walls? So I will say, <laughs> for those of you who don't, did you know, wonder what they were doing? <laughs> for those of you who don't know, Roger and I lived in the same house in, uh, in undergrad, and uh, my I lived in the attic, the best the best room of a house, the attic. Hottest, hot, hottest temperatures in the summer, coldest temperatures in the winter. But my room was assaulted and infiltrated <laughs> on a regular basis for about two months by squirrels. And the only way I would know they were there is they would run like in between the walls of my house, I guess my wall and the roof. <laughs> they would run across it and I would just be sleeping and then I would hear just inches from the house. It got to a point where I would hear it. I would go, "Damn squirrels!" I would just yell, and I would, uh, safe from the safety of the floor below him, just chuckle when I would hear the yelling. And I would bang on the wall trying to get these squirrels to stop. Eventually, our landlord—I forget his name—Ed, Bill, Bill, our landlord Bill finally caught him, and they've caught him in a cage. And I guess let him go or whatever. But yeah, there was about three or four squirrels just in my wall, and I did go mad. Also in that room, I didn't know how to control the heat. I didn't know that there were vents that you could cut off where the heat or the air conditioning goes. So I didn't know that. So in in the summer, while the rest of the house was the coolest it could possibly be, there was no cold air getting up to my room in the attic. It was the hottest room in the house. I was I had my shirt off multiple months <laughs> in the summer just because how hot it was up there. And too, it, it's just a fun way to live your life, uh, ladies. Uh, and in the winter, no 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 hot air got up there. So I was I, for a year. I finally figured it out after a year, but for a year, I was just, it, it was a horrible experience. Thank you for digging that up, Raj. I'm, and looking back, I'm fairly confident we asked about the vents and you would say, yeah, they're, they're fine. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I object to that, but I also can see where someone in the came. house would have suggested opening the vents. <laughs> I didn't know that. And it wasn't like just the regular, like floor vents, like from where it comes, where it comes out on the floor. I'm talking about the vents, like down on the heater, like the pipes that go up to the, top those were closed so like it's not just your uh, regular okay. vents it was the ones up not the ones up in the room but down in the gotcha. the, the, the the belly of the house <laughs> that's where those vents were closed and nobody wanted to go down there that's where all the ping pong balls were anyway neither here nor there what's up guys my name is chris i'm roger hey. and welcome to two drunks so make a right but there's three of us and we're joined today by Bartender K. Hello. Yeah, we got Bartender K here. A great, 
we we need this observer, this uh, judge to be on the outside looking into this because I think if it's just us three idiots yelling at each other, I think the point gets lost sometimes. So I'm glad to have you here, Bartender Guy. Guys, it's our Christmas episode. Get ready to deck your halls, jingle your bells, and egg your dogs. We've got an amazing Christmas episode. We're going to play Best of the Best, where we pick what we think the best Christmas movie is, and we argue about it. So, people at home, if you want to play along, what's your favorite Christmas movie, and why do you think it's the best of the best? We all have ours, apparently. I think this is going to be contentious. How are you feeling about your choice, Raj? I feel pretty good. I'm, I think I'm probably the biggest connoisseur of Christmas movies here. Of the three of us, I'm guessing I watched the most of them. Yeah. Um. So I've I'm ready to I'm ready to fire from all angles. You do. There was one Christmas movie that you showed me that I have to say is a classic, and I wouldn't have watched it without you. So you do have a good Christmas base. Dave, Dave, how do you feel about your Christmas movie? I feel pretty good. But while while you were talking, I googled the worst Christmas movies. <laughs> I know what number one is on Rotten Tomatoes. What? No, what is the worst for Christmas worst? Movie? Can I make a guess? Yeah. Um, worst on Rotten Tomatoes, oh, I'm I guessing, think I do is know Christmas this. with the Cranks. I think I know it. I think it's Santa Claus versus the Martians, isn't it? This says The Nutcracker, which came out in 2010. Ouch. Oh, <laughs> didn't see that coming. <laughs> That's a 2010 release. That's not like... There is one where it's like Christmas, the Santa Claus versus the Martians, which is like a horrible movie made back in the 50s. It that does have Christmas with the Cranks as number two. That's number two? Wow, that, good job. That was my guess because I know it's always on the list of like for Rotten Tomatoes, like movies that actually get reviewed by people and stuff. Yeah. Like, there's a million cable movies, but that one was like, we have stars, we're putting out in theaters, and then it was a bomb. Have you ever watched it? Yeah. Is it, what, what's bad about it? Nothing, absolutely nothing. It is a wonderful movie, Wait, and Bartender K really enjoys it. But I often listen to it by, or watch it by myself. This, so this is a Bartender K hot take. Apparently, you it's, like this movie, okay? Um, I mean, it's Christmas. Like you, you get the Christmas spirit. The, part part of Christmas is watching bad Christmas movies. I feel like those of you at home, Roger is what, doing what we call walking a tightrope. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> so it's Tim Allen and Jamie Lee Curtis are okay. married. Okay. And their daughter goes away and will be missing Christmas, so they decide to skip Christmas and spend their money on a cruise instead. Okay. And then, of course, spoiler alert, the daughter tells them on Christmas Eve she's coming back, so they have to now scramble to create Christmas in 12 hours or whatever. So it's just okay. a lot It's a lot of just hijinks that are b- dumb. Like, it's yeah. just not well-executed hijinks. Interesting. No one's likable. Like, you don't root for anybody. Yeah, it doesn't seem like that, like, big of a deal. Like, if... Yeah. Yeah, like... Yeah, it's a fake... It's a fake premise. It would be... Like, like the whole town hates them. <laughs> like, I could I could get between that. Like, other Christmas movies, I don't know how you survive them. But that, like, that could happen to my family. And, like, it'd be fine, you know? They, like, they have people protesting outside of their house because they're not celebrating Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> well, shoot, I'm going to have to watch this movie now. <laughs> All right, so... I think we need to get to the points point system too, because Barter Decay, I kinda wanna give you a point for like I, I wanna give you a point for you being staunchly for <laughs> this horrible movie, apparently. We call this uh you're you're sticking with your guns, so I'm giving you one point. Chris, how do you give out points? If you haven't seen this show before, this is basically a game show. Roger Dave and I will talk for a while and the person at the end of the episode with the most points wins. Anybody on the podcast can give or take away any amount of points from anything for any reason. Just like I did with Bartender K, I gave her a point just because I, she stood her ground. It's all fair. It's all right. A two drunks don't make a right. 
But there's three of us. Oh, hell yeah. Hey, we got a drink of the episode. Dave, are you drinking anything over there? No, nah, I just had some. I just had a York Mint. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a peppermint patty? That's kind of Christmassy. Yeah. <laughs> that is pretty Christmassy. It's a uh, snowflake. A snowflake shape. Oh, uh, that's cool. This is a little bit behind the curtain of the podcast. We, this is... Behind the microphone. Behind the microphone. Yeah. Uh, we are recording this much after Christmas. This is about, this is actually, we're recording this on New Year's Day. And because of that, I chose a drink for the episode that I want Bartender K and Raj to uh, join me in. I got some champagne. Not real champagne. I got some brute. Don't know <laughs> well, what the difference is brute, between brute. Brute is a type of champagne. It's a descriptor. Is it? Yeah. Well... Brute Champagne is dry champagne. I got a $20 bottle of Brute's Champagne from uh, Kroger. So hopefully it tastes good. I like the sweeter stuff, but apparently this is dry. So screw me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're going to open this guy up. I'll cut this out. (laughs) Do you just take the whole thing out? Oh, here it is. Is there a pull tab? There it is. (laughs) All you uh, people who like to drink uh, alcohol a little bit too much, write in. Tell us how frustrating it is to open up one of these champagne bottles. Um, can you put the, yeah, just get the towel close to you? Yeah, I'll, I'll put it over the bottle. Okay. I'm I don't like, trust Chris. All right. <laughs> yeah, if you want to comment on what I'm doing. <laughs> I, he, I, he has spilled many liquids in our house. I am not shaking this up. I would do it over by the sink, but that would, like, defeat the purpose. You don't need any of these people. <laughs> all right, so he is uh, taking a towel. He's finally gotten the wrapper off. He is now gripping the cork. And the towel is over, okay. With a towel. All right, uh, uh. Uh, Merry Merry Christmas for 2024. There's hey, the pop. It's a boy. <laughs> <laughs> Got that nice smoke off the top. Ooh, that smells good. You guys want some? Yeah, man. All right. All right. Uh, I'm doing a toast to uh, 2024. Uh, uh, another one bites the dust. Ooh, I kind of like that. It's good. It's not too bad. Yeah, it's good. Dave got champagne. She'll play. All right, so we're moving on to the best of the best. We've decided Dave has generously uh, offered to go first, so thank you very much, Dave. Dave, do you want to give us what your best of the best Christmas movie is? Yeah, so Raj thought I was going to go with Christmas Vacation. Yeah, I mean, that I did. I got to say, between you Dayton boys, it seems like Christmas Vacation is a huge, like, it's a big movie for you guys. It is, but I'm actually going to go a different direction. Oh, Dave throwing a curveball. Let's have, hear it. You have me worried. Curveball on a zero zero count. You're, you're, we're going you're, with uh, we're going with the Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh, oh no, what? no way, Dave! Oh, that's amazing. It's oh, a good pull. That's a great pull. Dave. Is that a movie though? Is the question. How? Oh yeah. I mean, I assumed it was. How long is it? It's like thirty minutes. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's not it's short. So that that's one of the perks of it. You know, you're not tying up a, a whole night watching this thing. I'm going to allow it. That, I, I'll <laughs> allow it on the field, but I hope. That's a good length for adults and kids. You know, yeah. happy medium. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the moral, the the plot of the movie is explaining the true meaning of Christmas. So win-win there. And as opposed to a lot of movies, too, it is the true meaning of Christmas. It's not like just some like commercialized version of it. It's a pretty... Right. Yeah, it, <laughs> it quotes the Bible. <laughs> it does. Yeah. I think there's even some knocks on like, you know, against the commercial commercialization. Yeah, of that's it. kind of the whole yeah. the plot sort yeah. of or the the conflict. Wow. Yeah, you're a good. Man I mean, it's got it. a it's got a dog in there. Dog doesn't. 
<laughs> all right, all right. Talk for a second, I was communicates. Like, <laughs> all right, it, it does score well in the dog category. For for That's a right. second, I was like, why does Dave like this movie? Then you said dog. I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> I now I know. There's a dog on ice skates. Yeah, Snoopy. <laughs> yeah, man. Red doghouse puts lights on it. I gotta tell you, what did Charlie Brown do to make Lucy hate him so much? <laughs> He was depressed. You know, there's a couple more reasons. There's there's basically a, a character in there that everybody can relate to, even the stinky people out there in the world. <laughs> even the people that have clouds of dust for that follow them throughout their life. And all they want to do is play bass. <laughs> Does he play bass? Yeah. What, what's his name, Schroeder? Pigpen. Pigpen, that's Pigpen. it. As he's yeah. slapping the bass, there's dust flying everywhere. <laughs> and then but. there's Linus carrying around his blanket, you know. All well, kids here. Attached to something. Yeah, hundred percent. Linus is the guy that plays the piano, right? Uh, no, he the piano. I think is Lucy. Uh, the piano is the the guy Lucy has a crush on. Schroeder. 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 Way off. <laughs> that's it's like a Christmas ghost yelling out <laughs> that answer. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> all right. So yeah, I thought all, Linus just an all all around good time. Fun for the whole family. Yeah, yeah. Brings it back to basics. So I will say, Dave. I don't know. I haven't seen it in a couple years, probably. It's not on my necessary. I don't always watch the video, but the soundtrack, best Christmas soundtrack that exists. Yeah, I I listen to that soundtrack ten times a December. It's yep. I have to say that soundtrack is slamming. And also, you're right. Anybody of any age could uh, watch it. Yeah. I watched it as an adult, and I'm chuckling at like little jokes that Charlie Brown's making. It's a good time. There you go. Man, that's a good choice, Dave. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think the only flaw is how short it is. <laughs> but but that's an advantage for a kid. Now it is, but when your kid's like eight, you're going to want that kid to be distracted yeah. for more than 28 <laughs> yeah, you minutes. Just watch it three times. <laughs> Do you know how hard it is to drink eggnog with a child around? <laughs> Practically impossible. But yeah, yeah, the whole moral of that movie isn't he like trying to get a Christmas tree, so he chooses like the smallest tree. Uh, Charlie can't. I guess I should be letting Dave do this, but Charlie <laughs> can't find the spirit of Christmas. I believe yeah. is kind of the main. Oh, he can't find it. The spirit of Christmas. Like he's sad, even though it's Christmas. Oh, oh, <laughs> really? So he goes. He gets a tree. Uh, oh my God. He gets the like, and he can only find like one real tree. He doesn't want a fake tree because that. You know, not this true meaning. Yeah. So he gets the, you know, that's where he gets basically the twig. And then he like, he goes to decorate it and he gets discouraged. And then all his friends up, end up helping him decorate it. Oh man, this movie's awesome. Yeah. So all his friends are commercialized and they just want stuff yeah. and, all, and he, yeah. he doesn't like that. And so at the end they come together to fix his uh, baby bad tree. Dave, I'm giving you five points for choosing such an amazing <laughs> movie. <laughs> Well, Dave, that's it, guys. That's all I needed. And Roger giving you two points just to, for doing a, such a good summary of Dave's movie. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for doing that, Roger. Oh, that is a great movie. To recap, Dave's got five. Well, actually, yeah, Dave's got five points. I'm going to throw Dave another point, too, for curveballing me and picking another one I like. Man, yeah, that's a great choice. So Dave's up to six. Raj, I, got, I gave you two points because you did such a great summary and you apparently know all of the trivia for uh, Peanuts. And Bartender and Gay's got one point for hanging out with us. So, yeah, cool. 
I'm glad you guys have points. I can't help but notice that I have no points. <laughs> well, you seem to be wrong on every single point you made about Charlie Brown. So. I feel like I'm doing a good job asking questions. <laughs> so, with that said, I am going to get on. Dave has rested his case. Charlie Brown Christmas, great movie. I've uh, elected to go second in this. So you guys are about to be blown away. And I got to tell you guys, I am reluctantly picking this movie. But now that I've picked it and I've come to terms with it, I love it. It's not too late to change your pick because you haven't told us. (laughs) Well, I'm going to tell you. Because it's Christmas. And on Christmas, you tell the truth. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Don't do it. (laughs) To me, Love Actually is perfect. (laughs) Love Actually is the perfect Christmas movie. Oh, boy. For me. (laughs) Okay. It, for me, for me, I know for many people, for many people, many, many people, Love Actually is not a good Christmas movie. It's barely even a palatable movie. <laughs> Some would say problematic. It's very problem. Oh, if there's one word to describe Love Actually, it is problematic. It's a very problematic movie on multiple levels. It, 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 as opposed to Dave's amazing choice, which was the Charlie Brown's Christmas movie, where anybody of any age can watch that movie. <laughs> Love Actually should not be watched by anybody who has who is under the age of 25. <laughs> or over the age of 28. <laughs> <laughs> There's a very specific amount of people who should watch the movie. There, it, okay, so I have three reasons for why it's a great movie. I'll start off, this is reason number two that I wrote down. But it is the most sex-crazed Christmas movie I have ever seen. And that's why no child should ever watch it. No children should be in the room while it's being played in another room. In another room in the house. Like, nobody... It's... Don't let your kids watch this movie. It's got to have the record for most nudity in a mainstream Christmas Christmas movie, movie. right? It, It has to. And the crazy thing about it is... It's not just women. It's women and men. There are m- multiple scenes where there's this... It, it's a huge 20-foot poster. It's basically a <laughs> billboard that is just five men with their backs to the camera and their butts are just out. And you just see them multiple times. And they're wearing Santa hats, so I guess it's Christmas. There's multiple women without clothes on, without tops on. You see a lot of, you see a lot of these ladies, which, you know, great for some... Dave, we should have <laughs> clarified. Have you seen this movie? I have not. <laughs> so this so this is actually better. We'll just keep talking and then you just tell us what the heck you think is going on. Apparently uh, there's a lot of naked butts. Yeah, there are a lot of naked butts in this movie. So yes, it's and I know okay, I know. I know kids shouldn't watch this movie and that's not what you want on Christmas, but it's mind-blowing that this movie got made for the fact that it shows so much nudity. Alan Rickman is a love interest in this movie from a much younger woman who just spends all her time in red lingerie. It's insane. But okay, my first reason, that was my second reason, but here's my first reason. Variety. Dave, this is like, you know how Charlie Brown has one coherent story that goes throughout all of the all of the plot, <laughs> all the movie? Yeah, yeah, and it relates from adults to kids. Yeah, <laughs> anybody can watch it. It's, it's heartwarming, feels good. What if I told you there was a movie out there that had no less than 10 different stories going on at once and it's two and a half hours long? They try to pack. There's so much variety in this and some of the storylines, they don't make you feel good at all. This, <laughs> The director must have hated Emma Thompson in this movie because 
Her whole storyline, she gets cheated on by Alan Rickman and then she's just forced to stay in this horrible marriage. But there's so many different, there's a one whole storyline. I don't think this profession <laughs> exists, but there's two people who they're, all their interaction happens when they are completely naked. They are body doubles, apparently, for professional porn stars. So that they have these two people stand in at the positions that the porn actors and actresses will stand in so that they could get the lighting right? Question mark? Like, that's not a job that exists. Well, the job of standing there might exist, but they act out the, the acts that is going to happen they act so they out. just do like the minimal movements right like and so the idea of the story there is kind of interesting not really kind of see see how front i am about this thing but there's so many other and there's so many other storylines i don't want to go into i will say my favorite one is the hugh grant storyline <laughs> love that storyline picture this if you will dave also dave this story is this movie is very british don't know if that means, if that means anything to you, but it's it's the most English thing to happen since an English breakfast since beans. Do they and toast. celebrate Christmas in Britain? They do, and I thought they would have a funny name for it, but no, it's just Christmas. Maybe, <laughs> I think it's a little classier there. Yeah. Well, All right. uh, based on this movie, Raj, I have to very much disagree with you on that because <laughs> based on this movie, it's a lot of people getting naked and having sex. <laughs> can be classy it's a it's a lot of people just you know getting naked and having a good time anyway it's it's an amazing movie i love re-watching it because every time there's so since there's so many storylines going on every time i rewatch it i'm like oh yeah this guy's in there it's like i'm watching a new movie every time it's two and a half hours long which is two hours longer than it needs to be but it feels like you're watching this thing in an hour it's amazing because there's so many different cuts it's fantastic and my last point, this is point number three. So my first point was there's variety. You get 10 different stories in one. You get a ton of amazing actors. Emma Thompson, Alan Rickman, uh, the guy that played, uh, I don't know, Rowan Atkinson. Is it that guy's yeah, in it? Mr. Bean. Colin Firth is in it. Bill Nye is in it. Uh, Kira Knightley is in it. Yeah, that whole that whole horrible storyline. <laughs> storyline's rough, too. That, that's a rough storyline. <laughs> that's a failed marriage waiting to happen. But anyway, whatever. The point of the matter is, two, it's the most sex-crazed movie it's ever seen. And I, I don't want to say that plays into me liking this movie so much, but it, it is, okay? So, two, it's the most sex-crazed Christmas movie ever. But my point number three is that this movie, much like me, it really shouldn't work, but it does. <laughs> I know there are too many stories, and I know it's too cramped for the time frame, but between the weird British humor and the thousand percent effort that all these actors are making, it just somehow works. I hate this movie. I really do. I hate what the person tried to do with it and I, that they thought they were so clever when they were making it. But I love watching this movie. I love watching it so much. Every time I watch it, there's a storyline I forget that I'm watching. and It's like I'm watching it for the first time. And there's romance in it. Oh, that I, is there? I just I, there is. That's why I like the Hugh Grant line because that is the That's most true. romantic that of all. Romantic, of it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a whole thing. But, the only creepy part of that one is him calling her fat all the time. Well, no. Everybody else calls her fat. Hugh Grant's like, "What are you guys doing? <laughs> like, what are you guys talking about?" She's like the more most normal looking woman in the world. So it's worth it just to watch that movie just to see Hugh Grant going, "Oh, what? I guess she does have a big butt." <laughs> 
It's a great movie. It shouldn't work, but it does. Again, I hate. There's so many things about this movie that I hate, but I love watching it. So I am Are there choosing. Christmas trees in it. What's up? Does it have any Christmas trees? Dave, you wouldn't believe the amount of Christmas trees that are in this movie. Oh, okay, all right. There are multiple Christmas trees. There are multiple locations. One guy, oh my God, I can talk about this movie for 15 hours. There's one guy that goes all the way to America to to sleep with a bunch of American women, and he does it. <laughs> He's a British guy who's like, I'm going to go all the way to America to sleep with these American women. And he does it, and he goes to a bar. Immediately, once he enters the bar and they hear his accent, they're just like, yeah, we're down a clown. Let's hang out. Oh, yeah, and we have a fourth hotter hotter woman back at our house. So let's just go back there. And he does it. He apparently stays there for like a month. Anyway, it's it's insane. It takes It's global. It's, it's a global movie, just like Christmas itself. It's magical it doesn't work but it does at the same time it's you it's me it's everybody around us i am voting for love actually for the best of the best christmas movie huh all right no (laughs) i can't help i don't go ahead I can't help but notice you guys haven't awarded me points yet. (laughs) (laughs) I'll give Chris one point for effort. Yeah! Um, I think the point you hit that is really the only point in its favor is the variety of... There's so much happening. There is. That if if you're miserable, just wait five seconds and you'll be miserable in a different way. Um... (laughs) And then again, like like Dave's, I said the music was the best part. You, you, the only storyline you didn't go into was Bill Nighy's great Christmas song <laughs> where he's trying to be number one. And again, I think the threat is he'll get nude if he yeah. does or doesn't go to number one. I don't remember. He does. Oh, yeah. Liam Neeson's in that movie, too. But yeah, he does get naked, but you don't see like everything. He does and, apparently shove his business in the face of a news, of a news anchor <laughs> to like, you yeah. know, it's a whole thing. Uh, and then, like the star power of so many good actors that are trying, like yeah. they're they're treating it like it's a good movie. Yeah, to them, they're like, oh yeah, this is going to be great. Um, I do need. So Dave has never seen this movie. I need. Do you remember? You and I have had a debate about this movie for years now. Yeah. Do you remember this debate? I do not. Um, it's your wife is involved. <laughs> um, there's a character in this movie. All good things. Yeah. That you two started talking to me about yes. and were flabbergasted that they made this ug- this character okay. so ugly and nerdy. Okay. Yeah. And I it took me a while to figure out who you were talking about because there's a straight up male model in this movie <laughs> that they just put glasses on. Yeah. And you guys thought was the ugliest man in the movie. They were trying we're, so, we didn't think it the, they were the ugliest. We thought <laughs> that thank you for bringing this up. We thought that the director of this movie was doing this actor a disservice was doing them dirty, quote-unquote, to use the Gen Z uh, words out there, by making them seem so, like they're so nerdy and geeky and ugly, when in fact, this guy is one of the most handsome gentlemen in the world. Yes, Raj, they do. They do, like, it's not just, it's his whole apparel. It's not just the glasses, but they are, like, nerdy, geeky glasses. No guy that looks like this would wear those glasses. He's got, like, a sweater on. He's He's not showing off any of his bod. What do you, he's not showing off his bod. He's in boxers for like a full scene. All right, Dave, I need you to Google this, and we just need a, an interpretation of what we're looking at here. All right. It's Rodrigo Santoro, Love Actually. Just, yeah. 
they try to make him seem like this and it's it's like the way he's acting too they try to make him seem like this meek guy that doesn't say much <laughs> this man is beautiful and they are like throwing him to the wolves in this movie so my take the whole point of him is that wow he's so hot laura linney would never be able to get with him and she won't allow herself to even try <laughs> My point is, I think the <laughs> I hate that we're arguing about this. No, because because Alan Rickman says to him, like says to her, Laura Lenny, he says, "Hey, you know that hot guy or <laughs> whatever? <laughs> hey, you know that guy over there? Are you going to ask him out? He kind of wants you to ask him out." And she's like, "Oh no, or <laughs> Can I get? I'm taking away a point for my act <laughs> for my uh, <laughs> for my uh, act out. Do you um, know what other? Famous movie Rodrigo Santoro is in. I do not. Do you? <laughs> I do because I googled it. What do you got, dude? Well, let me let's do this. If I search his name, the first movie that comes up is Three Hundred. Oh! oh, the movie that is famously just hot men. <laughs> Again, <laughs> yep. My wife and I weren't saying that this actor is ugly. We were saying that the director was doing him dirty by not showing up. The fact that he has a okay, fine, I'll go this far with it. The fact that he has a shirt on at all <laughs> is a disservice to what they're doing to this guy. All right, I'm gonna give Chris a point for sticking to his guns. <laughs> but I think you really misinterpreted that whole storyline. <laughs> You know what? I will say maybe we did misinterpret it, but <laughs> I think the fact that my wife and I agree on this is the fact that we're together. Because <laughs> I, I said I said that to her, and she's like, "Oh yeah." I'll never forget. I, th- I believe we were at Buffalo Wings and Rings. You bring this up, and I genuinely like didn't know what you were talking about. I was yeah. like trying to remember what character because yeah. what you were describing was not my experience no, with the movie. It's that guy, and and, and again, they, he does show off his bod, but. It's after. It's afterwards. After when she's got him like in his room. Spoil. By the way, spoiler alerts for this amazing movie. <laughs> uh, so Dave, um, the other love actually thing you might know is, do you know the Christmas uh, cliche of the guy standing outside the door holding cue cards that say like "I love you"? Not you, really. You okay. To me perfect, well, that, yeah. I think that's the longest lasting cultural thing from this movie is. Yeah. He plays Christmas carols and then he has a whole speech written down on cue cards rather than saying it so that this woman's husband doesn't hear him hitting on her. All right. Dave, tell me if this is a sign of a healthy marriage. <laughs> All right. Say I got uh, say two people get married and the best friend of the groom secretly is in love with the bride. So he shows up to their doorstep. I think it's on Christmas Eve. And he has a CD player and flashcards. He rings the doorbell and Kiara Knightley, the wife, comes out. And he says, shh. Right? Well, he doesn't even say anything. He just puts his finger up to his lips. And then the first cue card says, it's carolers. Or no, however tell it's, him it's carolers. Tell him it's carolers. <laughs> so he had all this planned out. He then plays a Christmas song. But there's like instruments in the Christmas song. So it doesn't sound like carolers. It sounds like, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like an instrumental song. And then he basically confesses his love for Kira Knightley. I guess you just have to be like, okay, cool. And then he jet, he pieces out. <laughs> no, he doesn't piece out. She kisses him and then he pieces out, no, right? No, he pieces out. Then she chases him down the street. She kisses him. She runs back inside okay. because, you know, it's cold and she's wearing a Kara Knightley shirt or whatever she wears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, and then he walks away and he says, 
enough. Enough now. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> that's a pretty good Christmas movie, right, Dave? <laughs> yeah, I'm still trying to figure out how Christmas ties into this movie. Uh, it happens at Christmas. Because it's Christmas, Dave, and on Christmas you tell the truth. And to me, love actually is perfect. And would you give me a point if I told you that that was on a cue card? Because <laughs> it was. I missed the bit. Dang. Roger got it immediately when I said it the first time because he knows the bit that I was talking about. Yeah. What What's the song called so Dave can Google it later? Christmas. Um, oh, I forget what they're. Just Google love actually Christmas song later on today. And uh, that's yeah. that's a fun time. Yeah, it's, right. it's a good time. Um, Liam Neeson's in it, if you want to see uh, Liam Neeson doing stuff. That's my movie. Thank you for listening to me. I'm sorry I took up so much time. <laughs> I think it has something to say with the fact that Dave's was a shorter movie and his was shorter. Mine is an insanely long movie, and mine's longer. So hopefully, Raj, you're somewhere in the middle between these two. Your movies really are polar opposites in every way. <laughs> like... If you said, what is the opposite of Charlie Brown Christmas? I think it'd be love, actually. <laughs> I, think it, I think it would be, but it does fit, correct? Like, I oh, think it's a Christmas movie, and it, and it fits with you. Fit with yeah. me, yeah. Um, for your passion about this, I am going to give you two points. That's, that's like, a, yes, that's it. That's a Christmas, that's a New Year's miracle. Thank you. I, I, I'm, that's all I need. <laughs> all right, so we got Raj. Raj, you taking us back home on this one? I am. All right, so All right. Um, I was happy going last. I, I have a few I could adjust if people had taken them. Dave already mentioned it. I thought he was taking mine, but I'm going with the correct answer. It's National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. <laughs> okay. All right. I kind of saw it coming <laughs> because I know who you are. And Okay, give your points because I, right. I got a lot to say about this movie. Right, love it. Um, okay, so first off, it's just straight up the funniest Christmas movie I think that has ever been made. Yeah. I'd, I'd be interested to see if anyone had a counter to that. Whether you think it's good or not, it's the fun. Like, it's a straight comedy. Chevy Chase, Cousin Eddie. It's got you laughing from start to finish. It's firing on all cylinders. It's, it's definitely wild, but to me it gives a good sense of what, like, real holidays feel like. Of yeah. It's like a two-week process. You have check marks that you have to hit along the way. Like, oh, today we're doing the tree. Mm. To, to tomorrow we're do, putting the lights on the tree. This day, the parents, the grandparents are coming. And how, how Christmas isn't really a day anymore. It's a series of events. And so the movie, you're, you're yeah, plotting yeah. the movie for two hours of we're counting down the days. We're opening the little advent calendars. Yeah. Um, and then it ties into the, the actual Christmas day usually is sort of a letdown of it doesn't quite <laughs> like you've now been building for two weeks. And sure, our <laughs> trees don't catch on fire and squirrels don't chase us around the house, but it's always just like, oh, okay, now it's Christmas. I wish we could go back to when we were just buying the tree of our dreams. Wait, you're kind of depressing, right? <laughs> Not that it's bad. It's just like, yeah. you know, you get there and then it can never be perfect. You've been okay. working so hard for so long to make it perfect. And then you get there and you got to deal with a new thing because yeah. it's not exactly what you've been working on. Yeah. And then at the end, it's got your Charlie Brown moment of uh, Clark losing it because Christmas Eve's not going the way that he planned on. His dad takes him to the side room, tells him, "What do you do? You're too good. At, you're too good for this. This isn't what Christmas is about. You don't need the tree. You don't need all these presents that burnt up. You need to get hammered and read Twas the Night Before Christmas' to your kids. Well, <laughs> that's what a dad does. Well, I'm doing Christmas right, apparently." <laughs> 
And it's just, it's so quotable. Everything you do at Christmas, because like I said, it hits all the check marks. No matter what you're doing, you have a quote to use. You've got, you've taught me everything I know about exterior illumination. <laughs> I will say, sometimes I'm furious by the amount of quotes that are said about National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Because <laughs> it's just, it gets on your nerves after a while. <laughs> and then the, the finishing blow, you have all that. You think that's a whole movie. And then they just randomly throw six scenes in with Julie Louis-Dreyfus throwing 100 miles an hour, the funniest stuff in the whole movie. <laughs> well, yeah, they, they bookend the movie with an abduction, a, a kidnapping, yeah. right? They kidnap Bill Murray's brother. <laughs> Are you kidding me? They play Here Comes Santa Claus as a SWAT team breaks into a <laughs> suburban home. It's, it's the best. All right. My big point of it is, so it's Natural Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? They're not really going anywhere. They're still at the house. It's not really a vacation, right? It's called Christmas vacation when you're off school and everything. Yeah, yeah you think so? Yeah. Chevy Chase is on Did vacation. Did you not call it that? Well, no, I mean, that's what, that's my great... I'm nitpicking this movie to <laughs> try to get more points for myself because we're in a competition right now. But apparently, it's a vacation movie. But they don't go anywhere. All the other vacation movies... People come to them. Yeah. I'm currently on Christmas vacation. It's my vacation from school. But he he is a, an executive at a cereal company. Uh, and he company. doesn't have to go to work. It's his vacation from work. Have it's you not. heard of a staycation? <laughs> I've heard of a staycation. A lot of the times is. I prefer a staycation over a vacation. All right. That apparently didn't work. Attack one didn't work. <laughs> I will say <laughs> the best part of the movie for me, the most Christmassy part of the movie is when he gets the lights to work and his oh, family's like, great. look at those lights. That's, that All gets me Hallelujah playing in the background. <laughs> As a homeowner now, I didn't get it back in the day when I didn't own a home, for instance, when I was a child. But as a homeowner now, I get like the switch wasn't turned on and that's why the light like the light switch wasn't turned on, and that's why the outlet didn't work. I didn't understand that for the longest time. Now I do, and that's hilarious to me. So that's it gets points for me for that. I'll give Christmas vacation a good household point for that. <laughs> There's so many faces too. Like Love actually has all these stars. Christmas vacation is just littered with like Oh, I know that guy. That, like the yeah. kid is just the Big Bang Theory guy. The mother-in-law is the everybody loves Raymond mom. Like there's just so many little. Yeah. Love actually has like a A-list cast <laughs> in an F movie. <laughs> <laughs> but but Christmas Vacation has like a B-level class in an A movie. Like it's great. Randy Quaid's in it. The Yeah, I didn't hit Cousin Eddie enough, but that's that's a top tier Christmas movie character Cousin Eddie and Christmas Vacation can you imagine that movie without Eddie like if it didn't have Eddie in it <laughs> yeah it's it... European Vacation and it stinks <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to find two middle aged actors I think that hit each other so perfectly as Chevy Chase and Randy Quaid in that movie they play yeah. off each other so well I love when uh, Chevy Chase is greasing up his, uh, sl- his what's that called it's a saucer He's greasing up his saucer with his like that compound or whatever he got from work, the slickest compound in the world. And immediately when it hits the ground, he just jets off. That's a great bit. Also, the Chevy Chase rant at the end. That is an amazing rant. Yelling about his boss. Where's the Tylenol? (laughs) It's so good. I think it's one of those movies I could watch you around. Because it's part of the vacation series, it does get played during the summer too. Because they'll just do a marathon of all four. 
That is a great point because it's it's a year-round one. Like it doesn't cr- matter if it's Christmas or not. I'm watching Christmas Vacation. I will. Yeah, I mean, say, I'll, qu- I'll quote it year-round. Yeah, I think if I'm at a bar, I'm trying to make friends. I think I'll just start quoting that movie, and I think that'll get going. Yeah, ours is a. Uh, I don't know, Margot. We say a lot, or at least use that tone of voice. I don't know, Margot. You guys said that for about. 15 years <laughs> and i had no idea where that, where that phrase came from <laughs> yeah i introduced this movie to chris i think he mentioned that already yeah. but that I, was a fun moment i have a dvd at my house i think you gave me <laughs> did i <laughs> it's, it's in a drawer in my house and i opened the drawer I'm like oh yeah it's just in there <laughs> it's chevy chase being electrocuted Anybody who works in a department store in the, I guess, lingerie area, <laughs> write in to tddmar at gmail.com. <laughs> Let me know, would you ever show off your thigh as high as that woman showed off her thigh? Because <laughs> she's like, oh, yeah, it's high-cut underwear, so you can't see my line up here or whatever. Can't see the line, can't you, Russ? Yeah. <laughs> Please write in and let me know, because I think that's inappropriate on a lot of levels. That being said, great scene. Love that scene. <laughs> throwaway is just real dumb joke that gets me more and more as i get older is when the he turns on the lights finally work and then they cut to whole, all the power in chicago going out and some hand throwing an auxiliary power lever. it's like a nuclear reactor they have to turn on we have so to that's on. where like it feels pretty realistic the whole time and there's just that, those weird yeah. crazy things but there's a lot of like it's a real family christmas that's just heightened well, and Chevy Chase is a sociopath throughout some of the movie too, right? Like yeah, he has he, like he really floats between good guy and crazy man. Yeah, he has like eyes. Yeah, and he goes out in that hockey mask and he like threatens Julia <laughs> Louis Dreyfus and that other guy. All right, so I feel like you got any other cases for your uh, best of the best? It's a it's a great one, and it's I'll have to say kind of predictable. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's why I want I went last just in case I needed to switch it up because I could be unpredictable, but someone had to pick it. Yeah. 100%. 100%. It's also, yours a little less so. Dave's is very Christmassy. Sometimes Christmas movies is like, oh, it just happens to be at Christmas, which is kind of what Love Actually has. Christmas Vacation. Uh, because at could, Christmas you tell the truth. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not a Christmas. I'm not arguing that. I'm just yeah. saying a lot of them fall in that category. A lot of the plots could have taken place outside of Christmas. Christmas I, I Vacation, occasionally you'll kind of lose it but with the jokes, but then... It always comes back to it's Christmas morning, or there's lights on, or yeah. there's a tree in the background, or yeah, it feels Christmassy the whole time. The whole storyline is based on Christmas. Yeah, yeah, I get that hundred percent. Yeah, like I don't want to get this debate started, but I am mad about it. But the people who think that Die Hard is a Christmas movie, yeah. I hate that. It's just an action movie set during Christmas. Yeah. It's not a Christmas movie. Right into tddmar at gmail.com. You want to fight me? Let's go. I'll be on the roof. So we want to go? We'll go. So I'm with you where it's not a Christmas movie. It's a movie set at Christmas, and I'm yeah. not passionate in either way. Do whatever you want. If you want to watch yeah. it at Christmas, that's fine. Yeah. There's an internet personality that who runs a website I listen to podcasts from that uh, argues that it's not a Christmas movie and Home Alone is not a Christmas movie. Home Alone 2 or 1 or both? I believe he says two is a Christmas movie and one is not. <laughs> okay. Because it doesn't have to be at Christmas, even yeah. though Home Alone to me is very like like Christmas Vacation. There's always Christmas happening. Yeah. I would I would argue two is less Christmassy to me than one. See, but two turtle doves. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> <laughs> turtle doves. 
Another one that I was thinking about picking was the Santa Claus starring Tim Allen, where Santa, Solid. where Tim Allen literally kills Santa Claus <laughs> by him going off, a, thro- being thrown off a roof. I couldn't bring myself to choose it though because I watched it. And I was like, yeah, this is the movie I remembered it was. I watch that one every year. That's on our list of like we got to hit these. Yeah. Um, I feel similar about the back half. Yeah. Um, so again, kind of like Christmas Vacation, the first half where it's sort of r- realistic Christmas, yeah. And then obviously he flies on Santa sleigh and all that, but like him cooking the turkey, all that, I love all that. And then once the real magic starts to happen, I lose it a little bit. I will say, uh, the Santa Claus has one of the best depictions of hot chocolate, though. That glass that they drink out of, oh my god, that's a that's a good one. Santa Claus, you're gonna point for hot chocolate. Should, should we pick a winner or should we I, keep throwing out a couple? I feel, there's a few more that I think need mentioned. Well, let's pick a winner that we'll throw out a couple honor, honorable mentions. I think this is going to come down to whatever I choose. It is. <laughs> so for people who haven't seen this before, uh, the way we choose the best of the best. Um, Raj, Dave, and Did I, I not get any points during my whole Christmas vacation argument? I gave you like a point during <laughs> Dave's. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Honey, I'll give you a point. Uh, I think we're at the, I think what we should do is pick. So for those of you who haven't seen this uh, show before, again, uh, the way we pick the best of the best winners, Raj, Dave, and I will pick one of the other person's best of the best movie. And then whoever gets the most votes wins. So, like, I can't vote for mine. So I can't choose Love Actually, but I can choose either Charlie Brown's Christmas or National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And that's how it works. So on the count of three, I guess, do you guys have your winners? I do. All right. Yeah. You ready, Dave? Yep. Uh, Rod, you want to count us down? Three, two, one. Charlie, Charlie Brown. Brown's Christmas movie. Christmas Vacation. Wow. Yeah. Chris went with Charlie Brown. I ha- yes. I Woo. will give you two points though, Raj, for Christmas Vacation because it's it's a damn good movie. It's it's on comedy level on everything. It's it's a good it's a damn In movie. my mind I win the uh movie category and Dave wins the TV special category. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wins a win. Dave, it's yeah, so just what do we do? Five points? Five points, Dave, you win. Dave, you pulled at my heartstrings on that one, man. It's just, if you would have chosen any other movie, I think I would have got Christmas Vacation. But that one, it's a cartoon. It's for kids. It has a great message. You win, man. You did do a good job hammering the for all ages. That is a, I did cut that out with Christmas Vacation. That's yeah. an adult Christmas. Yeah. And even, and if that's if if yours is an adult Christmas, then Love Actually is like <laughs> a back room Christmas that nobody wants to go into that room. <laughs> Uh, I do have a question for Bartender K, though. Uh, usually we, we get your input. What is your input on the uh, movies you selected? How do, how do you feel about these? Well, <laughs> I, I'm very biased. I actually do prefer Christmas Vacation as well. Right. It's the first movie that we watch. Um, Over Charlie Brown? Yeah. I <laughs> Honestly, Dave, I've never. I've not. I've never. I haven't watched Charlie Brown's Christmas in several years. That's the sound of me banging my head against the desk. I know. I was wondering what that was. That was a dog. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so we use Christmas Vacation to start off and bring in that Christmas cheer into the home. Um, And then we can watch all the parts and whatever that uh, are on TV. So It's a great, 
you got 20 minutes to kill your flipping channels. Just yeah. watch whatever 20 minutes you happen to see and then move on. <laughs> because it's all gold. It's yeah. gold throughout it. Yeah. And I, I used to be on the Love Actually train like, oh, Love Actually is a Christmas movie. It's good. Then I watched it a few times and I just would get angry every time. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a great movie. Stuff, actually, um, but I uh, it's also not on TV. So like Roger and I not have YouTube lot. TV uh, so we can, you know, scroll through yeah. and what have you. Um, so we typically don't actively seek things out like Christmas Vacation is just on. So we like put it on. Um but love, love actually, I have not seen it on TV it, often. Is I, this true that the cable edit took the porn part completely out? Yes. So there was like a whole group of people, I think myself included, that didn't know that was part of the movie yeah. for a long time. If you want to see, I think his name's Martin Freeman. If you want to see the guy who he played Bilbo Baggins in The Hobbit remakes, uh, naked, yes. <laughs> They did take out that whole because it's like they didn't just censor; they just cut that storyline. Because you can do it. That's the that's the genius of Club. Actually, (laughs) if you don't like one storyline, you can just take it out. (laughs) You can't take out Hugh Grant and uh, actually a lot. Actually, they that is the one storyline that really doesn't intertwine. I think the only time they intertwine is at the end when they're waiters or something, right? Uh, They intertwine. intermingle with some of the people that are waiters but yeah it's a it's a it's a great movie all around but yeah you're right they just cut out that whole section of the movie it's amazing yeah that's genius by whoever made it (laughs) again though i will say i don't it's not a good movie but i love i hate i hate the movie but i love watching it it's yeah so i've got a couple two two that i want to bring up we didn't mention that for me are probably top five ones um for me it's it's christmas vacation the home alones which i kind of count as one movie in my head <laughs> really okay you got yourself elf oh yeah which yeah. of the great christmas movies it's the most christmasy like it's just christmas yeah there's no non-christmas moments in he's it. literally an elf and it's and, very family friendly yeah that would be the family friendly one there. not as family friendly as charlie brown but yeah doesn't he get drunk in a mail room well <laughs> yeah. they don't know that yeah the kid, that, that's the type of thing that just goes over the kids christmas head, I think. cheer yeah <laughs> okay um and then it's become a cliche but for me it might be this year it was two or three i think for me number wise christmas story oh which again has yeah. that like it evokes nostalgia for me for a th- yeah. time I wasn't even alive, but it was like, oh yeah, remember how simple the '30s were for Christmas? <laughs> but like, yeah. it's got it's family friendly. It's got the vignettes of you're leading up to Christmas, and it feels like a real family that just have weirder hijinks than a lot. Although they don't even have weirder hijinks, that's pretty no. realistic. Yeah, they just have a bunch of dogs <laughs> and a weird lamp. Have you ever gone to a Christmas parade? <laughs> I don't remember one. But uh, I will say oh, I should have chose Christmas Story too. Like the, the Love Actually is the one I'm choosing, but there are definitely a lot of other B ones I cho- could have chose. I forgot about Christmas Story though. Yeah. For everybody at home who's banging their head like Dave just did against a computer, uh, g- give yourself a point if we didn't choose the movie you think is the best and that you're yelling at us. Write into tddmar@gmail.com. I would love to read them. No one else reads that email. It's just me. So I'd love to <laughs> love to hear your thoughts. In Dave's category, the Grinch, the, the original Grinch, yeah, is a great mm-hmm. one. I'm really, if you had asked earlier, we we're talking about worst. The Jim Carrey Grinch might be my least favorite. It just it just hits me wrong. <laughs> I, love, I love, but the performance of Jim Carrey <laughs> is so amazing. I, it is a weird movie. I don't 
get how more kids are traumatized by that movie because <laughs> everybody just looks yeah. so odd in that movie. I agree. That's how I yeah. yeah. We were watching it on TV and like, okay, so typically I really enjoy the Grinch. Like, yeah, it's great. Um, I really like the cartoon Grinch now. Not yeah. the original, but the 20... Within the last five years or so, a new yeah. cartoon came. That's pretty um, good. Really? Okay. Yeah. The one with Pharrell. He's uh, narrating everything. It's Aww. great. Um, but so we rewatched just the Jim Carrey one because it's on TV. And I was a little freaked out. Yeah. I don't know if I had been drinking, but like... <laughs> Is that what happens when you drink? Well, you never know. <laughs> what do you mean you never know? Do you but, get do you get like do you get freaked out when you drink? No, no, okay. no. It's just like sometimes I realize things. But like I was seeing all these characters and I'm like, how did I not realize when I was a kid that this was just weird? <laughs> Yeah, it's I had a, it on VHS It's a weird as heck movie. Like the yeah. Grinch is the most normal. The dog is the most normal looking human being in that movie. Yeah. Like it's insane, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't. You just said a dog's a human being. It's the most. The dog looks the most normal. Even like like the Grinch is the most normal looking human being. All the other humans have these like really like tiny noses that big lips and big like tiny noses and everything else is like there's a lot of space like between mice. their. Yeah, like mice. Like a point to Rod for that like mice comparison. Every time you figure out a word for me, I want to give you a point. Ooh, that'd be a lot of points for you. I don't think I want to do that. Uh, yeah, they just look they look odd. So the fact that this is more kids not traumatized by that is beyond me. I think we're good to do you have any more honorable mentions you want to mention? I think no, I think all the ones that I would have that yeah. I thought of potentially picking that we've said. I'm trying to think of what our big Christmas movies were growing up, but I think the Santa Claus and Home Alone were our big ones. I agree. I As a kid, it was Santa Claus and Home Alone, I think. Yeah. Tim Allen just ruled the <laughs> 90s for children, <laughs> apparently. We had a lot of Christmas Carol. My dad loves Christmas Carol. Yeah. Um, but specifically, like a specific year. I think it's like... Yeah, one of the old ones. Yeah, one of the yeah. old black and white. It. He want like, yeah. I bought him a Christmas. I got him a dvd of it one year and it took me a while like i was in the depths of the internet finding this wow um it was like 1940s or something or 50 i don't know Man, you're a good daughter um, but thank you um but i hate it so much <laughs> and we were watching the christmas one, or the disney one on tv and i was just freaked out the entire time like it so roger plays but, a lot of those nba yeah. 2k whatever basketball games yeah, yeah and all of the characters in the christmas carol look exactly <laughs> like the people that are in the video game and it was very uncomfortable for me is it a car it's not a cartoon right it it's is just, a cartoon oh it is a cartoon yeah the disney one is okay interesting yeah. that oh she's you talking up. about the jim carrey Disney. Christmas yeah, the Carol. one. Yeah, yeah, when Jim Carrey's like she, yeah. she flipped. Her dad watches the old one. Oh, I thought she you were to say like these the people from the 1940s yeah. look oh, no, like NBA 2K basketball players. My apologies. All right, interesting. Although the Muppets Christmas uh, Carol was actually pretty good. I'm what about sorry. Dave? Dave, do you have any other ones? Uh, the one I was thinking about was Christmas Story. I almost picked that one. I know we like kind of talked about it. Honestly, that was going to be one I thought you would pick. I thought it was so going to be that or Home Alone too. But I, I don't know. Like it's, I think we like it because we're supposed to like it at times. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. I mean, that's most Christmas things is just nostalgia. <laughs> Doesn't make you yeah. remember how much fun you had before you had a job and all that. Oh, I had one. Oh, White Christmas. That is a movie that is that was going to be my best of the best. Also, 
but really it's not a Christmas movie. It is a movie about a general. <laughs> so uh, my dad, he's one of those guys that's he's not on the internet, so he's all in on the Die Hard's a Christmas movie bit and doesn't realize it got played out about 20 years ago. <laughs> his, his first comment, if anyone brings up that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie, is it's more of a Christmas movie than White Christmas is. <laughs> he says that at least five times in December. <laughs> yeah. It is, I watched the movie. I love that movie. A lot of great songs. Great. You have to watch out, though, the age difference between Bing Crosby and I think it's, is it Rosemary Clooney? It's yeah. Rosemary Clooney. The age difference between the two, the lead actor and lead actress is like 25 years. It's a pretty staggering. The other age difference is like 10 years. So between, uh, you gotta, we gotta look past the age differences, but the choreography is great. The dancing is great. The songs, though, it's a lot about the army, and it's a lot about this general. And I felt bad for the general, but I could have used more Christmas stuff. Like yeah. it, it's. I uh, now we're just rambling, but it's a wonderful life has less Christmas than you think, too. Really? Yeah. It's, is that more about banking? Uh, it's the whole story of his life. So you see, forty-five-year-old Jimmy Stewart playing a high schooler <laughs> for about half the movie. It seems I like. forgot about that. I need to watch that um, again. So it's it's got a good I don't know half hour of Christmas, but it's it yeah. takes a long time to get there. Yeah, because there's a lot of Christmases that happen, you know, between you know high school and forty-five-year-old. All right, I think we do a point recap. So the winner of the best of the best is Dave with Troy Bound Christmas. Second place is Raj with. Christmas vacation, and the third place is Chris. I knew I was getting it when I chose it, but I had to stick with my guns. Love actually. Yeah. Should have stuck with Home Alone Two. I would have had to think about. Yeah. I might have picked Home Alone Two. Okay, so everybody that has one point, the house, uh, Santa Claus, right. <laughs> um, everyone at home, and <laughs> me, bartender Kev. Okay. And then next is Chris with three points. Yeah, broke. Triple digits. <laughs> <laughs> Triple digits? And three. I got three. Three. That, okay. We'll work on that later. Um, Roger has is in second with six points. And Dave won with a total of 12 points. Congratulations, Man. Dave. Oh, boy, Dave. Dave, you get the sword. Well, thank you for listening to this episode. Any last words? I got none. I, no. I think we've said all that we could say. Uh, you got any last words, Dave? I do not. All right. Thanks for joining us uh, from our podcast to you guys. It's been a very jolly and uh, merry Christmas. Uh, Happy New Year to everybody. Hope you have a great 2024. And we'll see you again, hopefully in a month, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. All right. See you guys. Bye. Bye now.